Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Today, I want to talk about something, and this is probably going to be one of the most important podcasts that you listen to. And I'm going to talk about how the flying monkeys have an influence on the narcissist. A lot of people don't take that into consideration when they're dealing with a narcissistic person. They think that they're just dealing with the narcissist. But what they don't realize is that the narcissist can't stand alone. Narcissists always have somebody in the wings, okay? Now, that somebody could be a situationship somewhere, someone they're talking to, or it could just be a family member or a friend. Um, it's the narcissist supporters, okay? The flying monkeys are the narcissist supporters, They're the ones that influence the narcissist to be strong, to go against you, and everything like that. Now, one of the things you have to realize when we talk about flying monkeys is that these people, a lot of times, they're narcissists themselves, okay? And a lot of times, narcissists align with other narcissists. They think alike, okay? So what they're going to do... When you're dealing with a narcissist, let's say you have a narcissistic partner and they have like a close friend or something like that, you have an argument with that narcissist, what's the first thing that narcissist is going to do? They're going to call up that flying monkey and start talking badly about you. Narcissists love to talk behind your back, especially covert narcissists. They love to gossip. So now you have a narcissist who you just had a disagreement with And you know, bam, they're going to go running to somebody. They're going to run to their supporter, their flying monkey, and they're going to badmouth you, okay? They're going to call you crazy. You're insecure. You have trust issues. uh, You have mental issues. Covert narcissists love to say you have mental issues. And what's that flying monkey going to do? That flying monkey is going to reinforce everything that the narcissist says. They're going to pump up the narcissist and say, I can't believe you're dealing with. That's terrible. Oh, I told you how this person was. And why does the, why does the flying monkey do this? For two reasons, you guys. Either the flying monkey is being manipulated by the narcissist, so they don't realize what's really going on. They're only hearing one side of a story. So they're looking at you like you're this beast and everything like that because the narcissist trashed you, all right? The narcissist is only telling one side of the story. So you have a flying monkey that's basically not realizing they're being manipulated by the narcissist. So they're going to think that you're this horrible, bad person. Or you have a flying monkey that is against you. That flying monkey could be jealous of you. All right. And you see this a lot in families. For instance, when your partner runs to their sibling and starts talking badly about you, and sometimes your partner may have a narcissistic um, sibling or sister. Okay. And that sister is jealous of you. And what is she going to do? She's going to badmouth you and she's going to pump up that narcissist and say, "We, we all told you how she was and stuff like that. And why is that? Because that flying monkey has it in for you, all right? So the thing is this. When you're dealing with a narcissist, always know that there is somebody in the wings 
that is their support. A narcissist is not independent. They don't fly alone. They always need outside validation that they're right. They they need a lot of people to tell them, oh, you're right, or yeah, you, you know, they need to be pumped up. So they're always going to have somebody that's going to pump them up. Sometimes narcissists run to their exes and they complain about their current supply. And if they're dealing with an ex who has it in for you, they're going to badmouth you as well. Sometimes narcissists are very friendly with their exes, you know, because their exes don't even see the narcissist for who they are and they still keep in contact with them. Some of them are still having situations, situationships with the narcissist and people get involved with the narcissist and they don't realize a lot of times these narcissists are still talking to their exes. And, you know, some people put up with that. Some exes put up with the fact because they're hoping that the narcissist will come back to them, okay? Or maybe they just want a piece of the narcissist. They're okay with just having a situationship. So the narcissist may go back to the ex and say, you know, how you're, you know, you know, you have no trust and you're this and you're that and you're a horrible person and you have mental issues and that narcissist X could be a flying monkey as well. Flying monkeys could also be the narcissist co-workers or their close friends. And they could be jealous as well of you because they want the narcissist to break up with you so that they can go out with the narcissist and have a good time. They want the narcissist to be single. So you have all kinds of different flying monkeys involved, okay? And one of the most deadly flying monkey to deal with is a narcissistic mother-in-law or father-in-law. And that's something that I had to deal with, okay? When you're dealing with a narcissist and they're very, very close to their narcissistic parent, that narcissistic parent is going to be jealous of you. They want control over their child. So they're going to be a bad influence on their son or daughter and they're going to start trouble in marriages, narcissistic mother-in-laws and father-in-laws can break up families. And that's exactly what happened in my situation, okay? You think you're getting involved with someone. You have an argument with them. And, you know, you find out later they're talking to their narcissistic parent behind your back when they're at work. And that narcissistic parent is pumping up your partner. Now your partner comes in after work, after talking to their flying monkey or narcissistic family member or parent, and they have a face on. They're giving you a, the cold treatment or something like that. And why is that? Because they're pumped up by that flying monkey, that narcissist that was, you know, f- building them up to, to hate you, okay? So flying monkeys can be very, very jealous. They could be very, very deadly. And they are, you know, the influencer to the narcissist. So understand this, you guys. You know, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you've got to understand that there's always going to be people that the narcissist is talking to behind your back. And it's not necessarily people that they're, you know, having a romantic relationship with. It could just be their flying monkeys that support them and cause the narcissist to act the way they do. 
They will get the narcissist so fired up that when the narcissist is with you, they may give you a smirk. They may be sarcastic. The narcissist is angry. And why is the narcissist angry and, and nitpicking at you? Because their head has been filled up by the flying monkeys, you know, reinforcing everything the narcissist said to them. They are, you know, they're not telling the narcissist, oh, you know, you know, you're wrong or anything. Flying monkeys don't tell the narcissist they're wrong. They tell the narcissist they're right. So when that narcissist hears these things from these outsiders, guess what? Now they're a hundred times stronger. And now they're going to resent you even more because they have these outsiders who have bad intentions that are going to ruin your relationship. Well, your relationship's going to be ruined to begin with because you're dealing with a narcissistic person that has to have control. But that's what you have to really keep in mind. And so many people, you know, this is something that they should teach in school, schools. So many people get involved with someone. And the first thing that I tell people is take a good look at their family, okay? How close are they with their family? Do they need their family's validation to like you, okay? They could get involved with you, but if their family is not really liking you or keen on you, you're always going to have this outside influence against you, okay? And it may not seem like a big deal in the beginning, but as time goes on, the resentment builds and it builds a wedge between you and your partner, okay? So, you know, when you get involved with somebody, you want somebody who can think for themselves and a narcissist doesn't think for themselves, okay? They've, they need that reassurance from somebody else. They need somebody else to tell them that they're right. Even if they're lying to these people, narcissists go to their flying monkeys and they lie a lot of times. A lot of times they'll sit there and they'll say they did everything for you or they were empathetic to you. And they've given you everything and you were unappreciative, okay? A lot of times you meet a narcissist and you ask them about their exes. And what's the first thing they say? They say, oh, they were cheating on me or something like that. And nine times out of ten, the ex was not cheating on them. But they're going to play the victim. And that's exactly what the narcissist does uh, when it comes to the flying monkeys, they're going to play the victim to the flying monkeys and the flying monkeys are going to sympathize with them. All right. So one of the things that you should do, like somebody said, well, what do you do about the flying monkeys? I hate to tell you, there's really nothing you can do because these people are close to the narcissist. Like I said, it could be their mother. It could be their father. It could be their close sister or brother that's filling their head. It could be, you know, their best buddy or best girlfriend. They're not about to cut these people off, okay, for you. And if you put the narcissist in a position that you don't want them to, you don't want the narcissist talking to these flying monkeys anymore, you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen is that narcissist may agree initially, but then the narcissist is going to hate you. They're going to grow such a resentment to you. And so many new married couples go through this, okay? 
Like they get married and maybe the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law don't get along. And the daughter-in-law is going to tell her new husband, well, I don't want anything to do with your family or anything like that. Well, you know what's going to happen? You may go for a little while and be okay, but eventually her husband is going to resent her, okay? Because he's close with his family. So there's going to be an unhappiness within himself and it's going to come out and he's going to start fighting with you, okay? So this is why it's so important that you try to pick somebody that you could have a good relationship with their family. Because if you don't, uh, forget it, all right, you guys? Especially if you have kids. You've got to face these people for birthday parties and all different kinds of family uh, functions or recitals or anything for the kid. You know, that's when the extended family gets all in your business is when you have children. They want to come over. They want to see the kids. And you've got to deal with these flying monkeys that don't like you. you got to keep this in mind when you're dealing with somebody. You know, if you're looking for a long-term relationship with somebody and they have these flying monkeys, these supporters that are filling the narcissist's head up, you know, you got, you're not just battling the narcissist, you're battling an army. And most likely, you're not going to win. You're going to get to a point of such conflict with that narcissist that it's going to break. One of you is going to split because you can't take it anymore. The resentment is too big. So this is another reason why, you know, you don't want to get involved with somebody who's very, very narcissistic because you're not just dealing with them. You're dealing with the flying monkeys, their supporters. You're, you're going to have to worry about what these people are telling them. All right. Like, for instance, in my case, before I even got married, my ex-mother-in-law was making little innuendos, innuendos trying to say like, oh, I'm always laughing or this or that. I was laughing because I was happy. I was elated. I, you know, I was engaged. I was going to get married and everything like that. But she was a covert narcissist that always tried to throw little digs in to, you know, make me look bad. Her, what her purpose was to try to make me look like I was phony. And I'm the farthest thing from phony because I'll tell you right to your face. But I didn't realize it at the time what I was dealing with. She was the kind that would smirk at you, smile at you, and then talk about you behind your back. And she was filling up my ex-husband's head with all these kind of things, but subtly, okay? She was the kind that would say, well, I just don't want you to fight, she would tell my ex. I just don't want you to fight. Meanwhile, her whole purpose was to cause trouble, okay? She would say little innuendos, subtle little things that you could never pin her down on that she was trying to do something vicious, but it was to fill his head and make him think like, you know, there was something wrong. There's something wrong with me, you know, this and that. And why? Because she was jealous, all right? She was jealous. I was dealing with a mama's boy and, you know, running to mom and every time you have an argument and, you know, always worried about her happiness and, you know, she was unhappy and she was a widow and everything like that. And she felt like she was losing control of her son and she didn't like the fact that he moved and everything like that. And 
it got to a point where he was like, well, I don't need to, you know, deal with this and, and everything like that. And after a while, he built a resentment. He built a resentment and the relationship just broke down, okay? It broke down because it's like my father told him, you can't live in two households. And this is what happens when you get involved with a mama's boy or, you know, mama's girl. You know, if somebody is too attached to their family and they don't break away... What happens is, you know, you have a person that's living in two households and your priority when you get involved with somebody and you're in a serious relationship is to your your husband or your wife. That is your priority, okay? And, you know, your extended family, of course you love them and you see them and everything like that, but your partner is your priority. So, you know... When you have a narcissistic mother-in-law or narcissistic father-in-law, you're going to have problems and you're dealing with somebody who's attached to them. And what a narcissistic mother-in-law does is she lays guilt trips. She's going to lay guilt trips on your partner and because, you know, and then your partner is going to be unhappy and resent you and everything like that. So the whole point of me getting into all of this is so that you guys understand understand about these outside influencers on the narcissist and how they influence them okay and you know they also learn they learn you know the fruit don't fall far from the tree now that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody that comes from a toxic household ends up toxic they don't all right i came from a toxic household and I, you know, I try to treat everybody with heart and everything like that. And I would give you the shirt off my back to help somebody. It's, you know, there's people out there that are woke, but then there's other people out there that are taught to give the silent treatment, taught to kill you with silence, the covert narcissistic way to pay you back because they can't be transparent. They deal with it by being cowards. Okay narcissists are basic cowards because they can't speak the truth understand this all right they have to lie because they're afraid of facing shame and when you deal with a narcissist and they have flying monkeys that are narcissistic they're going to learn from those other narcissistic monkeys about being toxic as well okay you know toxic learns from other toxic so, you know, keep in mind, you guys, you want somebody that is not, that doesn't have strong ties to somebody else and makes these other people more important than you and is influenced by them, okay? And when you're dealing with a narcissist, it's a given. There's flying monkeys out there because the narcissist can't stand alone and the narcissist needs to be validated by these flying monkeys, the friends, the family, uh, the, the close co-workers or somebody like that. They need to be told, yeah, you're right. That person sucks and everything like that. Like I had a, a woman I coached who was dealing with an older man and he went running to the people that they were dealing with at, you know, one of their church organizations. And he was, after they broke up, he broke up with her. He was going around telling everybody at the church organization how he was so good to her and he was empathetic to her. And meanwhile, he dumped her. He dumped her for somebody else. 
but they're going to tell the flying monkeys and everybody else that they're the victim. All right? Because they want to be told, oh, poor you. They want to feel like they're doing something right after they just screwed you over. This is what they want. They want to hear it from, they need that validation. So they'll make up lies, tell the flying monkeys all these lies about you. And then when these flying monkeys come back and tell you, oh, I wouldn't put up with that. That's good. You're not with that person anymore. Now the narcissist feels good for dumping you. They're delusional. They're sick. Get away from them. Disengage and find somebody who's not, you know, narcissistic with a flying monkey army against you. Okay. I hope that helps you. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and you guys, please share the podcast and spread the word. All right. I would really, really appreciate it. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that The Game Exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at The Game EXP 123 and also on Instagram the game EXP one, two, three. Okay. And have a great day.